Welcome to Good Life Conversations. I'm Dean Wilson. So glad you've joined us. Uh, you can always find Good Life stuff at goodlifetelevision.org. You can also find us on the social media platforms. And then, of course, right here on the Good Life Conversations podcast. We're so glad you've, you've joined us. Um, today, I have a special guest. And we are talking about mentoring which is a really wonderful and exciting and important subject. Luda, how do you say your last name? Kolesnik. 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 Okay, I was going to give it a shot, and then I just decided not to. <laughs> Luda Kolesnik is with me. Luda is a good friend of the program, good friend of the Turner Foundation who sponsors this program, and um, Luda has a wonderful story. She's got a lot of passion about mentoring and young leaders in general. So we're going to get into that and we're going to get into a little bit of her story, a little bit of my story and kind of why is mentoring so important? And that's really what I, what I want to talk about because it really is. And I think this is something that whoever's listening, whether they're a young person um, who should be mentored, could be mentored, we want to talk about the wonderful wisdom and wonderful things that can happen when you are mentored. And then if we're talking to an older person with a lot of life experience, we want to talk about the wonderful beauty and power of being a mentor. And I think sometimes people go, oh, no, I can't be a mentor. But we want to dispel that. We want to talk about it, the fact that anybody really can be a mentor. And so we'll get to that. Um, but Luda, English is not Luda's first language, so I'm going to preface it with that. So she's a little shy in this. She's a little. We're we're going to move through that. If 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 you say something that I don't understand or that is not clear, I'll just back it up and we can. But Luda's not. But Luda, tell us where you're from, how you got to the United States, and a little bit about your story. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you so much for having me here. So, um, yeah, I come from Ukraine. Um, that's where I lived for 21 years. And then um, I believe that God called me to go to the United States. So I moved to this country five years ago to study at a Bible school. Um, and so I did that. And then I did um, two ministries in Los Angeles and New York, where I would work with kids and teenagers. So. And back in Ukraine, I was a part of a church. So most of my life, I worked with young people. Um, And I was mentoring them directly or indirectly. And same um, happened to me. I was also mentored. And yeah, then I studied here in Santa Barbara. Um, I just graduated a couple of months ago um, with master's in business administration. And very glad to be connected to the Turner Foundation now. um, And to work on this amazing project called Young Leaders Academy. Yes. So just to give everybody a little bit of background, if you go to theturnerfoundation.com, you can, that's our website. You can find this program on that website and it's called Young Leaders Academy. And, um, and in essence, like I said before, it's, it's a mentoring program. But if you want to find information about it, you can go to uh, theturnerfoundation.com and click on Young Leaders Academy. Um, and so Luda has been instrumental in the Turner Foundation launching Young Leaders Academy this year, 2021. And so we've got 
some young people that we're now beginning to talk with and mentors that we're beginning to talk with about the power of this. Answer this question for me. What changed in your life because you were mentored? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Um, many things were changed. I think the biggest one was my character. It was not just changed. It was actually formed. Mm. And I'm a firm believer that um, character is foundational yes. and basic for your success in yes. life. Not just success, but for your happiness and fulfillment. So, um, yeah, character is the biggest one. Character is foundational. I had a mentor, speaking of mentors, I had a mentor one time in my life tell me that if he's deciding between two young people, one of them with character and one of them with gifts that are just off the charts, but no character, he'll take the guy with character. Right. Eventually, it's. I really think we talk so much about giftedness, which is important, and everybody's gifted. Everybody has gifts, and that's great, and we want to certainly blow wind in those sails and encourage people with our gifting. But what you said is exactly right. Character is the foundation because everything can come crumbling down in about eight seconds. Mm -hmm. I mean, we see this, we see this unfortunately with a lot of famous people, but where the most gifted person in the world and all of a sudden their life is in tatters because of one decision. I mean, it doesn't take long, you know, because of, and because of character. And so when we talk about character, it's not just another subject. I, I, I wrote down what you said, character is foundational, because that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Everything else that we're talking about really is built on the foundation of character. Yeah. And, and so wonderful point. Um, and, and I really do believe character is something that is formed, like you said, and developed. Mm -hmm. And really, I mean, I'll, I always remember this Bible verse because it talks about character, but it, it says that um, suffering in life, which we all do, can produce perseverance. Perseverance can produce character, and character produces hope, which doesn't disappoint. So suffering, which everybody in life goes through suffering. I, I kind of wish there was a manual, you know, when you're a young person that says, just pre here, be prepared for the following. You know, you're going to have, because a lot of times, you know, we don't talk to young people about suffering. But suffering can, not necessarily, suffering can just take you down the toilet. But suffering can produce perseverance, which can lead to character development, which I think is so wonderful. So you would say, Mentoring was a big part of your character actually being formed. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and, and talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I do agree with the suffering part. And I feel like for most of my life, I was kind of suffering. I don't come from a family with great example of love, of care. So I had to learn many, many things while living with my family, but also then on my own when I um left ukraine and i started living here and talking about suffering i feel like the biggest part that formed my character was when i moved here i moved into complete unknown i remember this moment on the plane i was praying and i was like god on this plane i have everything i have my life myself 
I have two uh, suitcases and I have you. Like, as long as I have you, I have more than enough. Wow. And so um, when I moved to the United States, um, I was kind of by myself, meaning that um, I didn't have much of my past friendships involved to like even my family so it was again me and god but it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life that through that suffering through that um reliance on basically god and yourself what you can do i grew the most so yeah and i would never trade that experience of loneliness i would say um because i see how now it helps me to endure persevere and to look at the hardships um with smile with joy and hope and even right now as i have tons of friends here even in santa barbara they are always amazed looking at my life and seeing how god works through hard times when nobody can help but god does help so yeah suffering is a very big one yeah and I do think that even at Young Leaders Academy, we need to stress a lot about um, on suffering part yes. because people should not expect happy li- living with no obstacles. Yes. But when you expect suffering, when you endure, your character grows, and again, you can you can have this smile on your face when something hard happens. Yes, isn't that we could talk for an hour about that subject, and we might because it's so powerful. I mean, it's so powerful, and when you come out the other side of suffering and you persevere and you endure like you i love that word endure and then your character is developed and formed and grown the hope you have which is the last part of that scripture the hope you have hope i mean i can see it's all over your face there's hope you know why because of that process you know and that's something that i think and, and so yes at young leaders academy we're not ignoring suffering because it's part of life uh, you know, planet Earth at this point in time, mm-hmm. that's where we're at, you know. Um, I'm Dean Wilson. This is Good Life Conversations. I'm with Luda Kolesnik. She is from the Ukraine, now in the United States. She's been here for five years, and she's helping launch um, a program of the Turner Foundation in Santa Barbara, California, called the Young Leaders Academy. So we're talking about that and mentoring. Um I had a couple quotes that I wrote down just as I was thinking about this, uh, about both sides of this equation, about the about being mentored and about mentoring. One of them says, and this is an anonymous quote, it said, in learning, you will teach, and in teaching, you will learn. I think that one of the beautiful things about a mentoring relationship is both parties teach and learn. Mm-hmm. Something happens to you when you're mentored that's happened to you and it's happened to me. I've had probably eight, maybe 10 men, real serious kind of mentors in my life. And I've got the opportunity and the privilege to mentor probably about the same number, probably about 10 young people in my life. And I've learned from both. It's interesting. I've learned from my mentors, obviously, a lot. I've also learned from young people that I've mentored. So it's, it's, and I like that quote, in learning you will teach, and in teaching you will learn. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a real power in a, in, a, in a beauty on both sides. And, and here, when I, when I was thinking about this last night, I, I was thinking about being mentored, and you gain so much. I mean, you, 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 character formation, wisdom. Wisdom is something that 
is in short supply. In this internet age where information's everywhere and voices, everybody's yelling at you, wisdom, that's not wisdom. I mean, that's information. Wisdom is in short supply. So being mentored, there's such wisdom. Mentoring, it's, 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 I, I think about it in terms of um, being a mentor is serving someone. And what you gain and what you, how you're blessed and fulfilled by serving someone is irreplaceable. So if you're a person, let's just talk to, you know, Mr. Smith out there, Mrs. Smith who's listening to this, and they're 65 years old or 70 years old or 75 years old, young people, but they're, they're they've had a life experience. They've had life experiences. They've suffered They've learned, they've probably made mistakes like we all do. They've come through them. Uh, they have so much to offer. And if they're just sitting in a house, you know, by themselves, it's almost like, man, we can't waste this. You know, that person is like a, there's gold in, in, in those life experiences. There's wisdom. And for that person to become a mentor and serve in that way brings them fulfillment wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. It's both sides. Right. Both are blessed. I mean, that that's one of the things that I think sometimes we can miss is that the mentoring thing is it, certainly it's a blessing for the people for the person who's being mentored. It's also a major blessing for that person who, mm -hmm. who has the opportunity to mentor. Yeah. And one <clears throat> quote that came to my mind right now was again from the Bible. It says how to whom much was given, much is required. Yes. So basically, our life here is our <laughs> this investment. I don't know something that we got and we get a chance to share this. And yes. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, even right now, I'm mentored by a person who is far more older <laughs> than I am. But it is such a blessing to just have this woman in your life who is. Who walked through so much who knows basically where you are why you are there and how to get to something better yes so yeah it's really important to know that you can share what you walk through yes your child's your joy everything you had can can serve somebody else yeah yes and whatever it is i mean so let's take some let's make some practical examples so somebody who has um in my, we have a brain injured child in my family. So I remember talking to somebody, uh, kind of a really mature spiritual person when this happened to us. We had a child who had a stroke in the womb. I'd never heard of this before. And I was pretty sure our life was over. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, this was not the plan. Okay. I'm a planner. <laughs> a massive stroke in the womb, going to be dependent, probably be with us for life. Right. When that happens to you, there's no manual for this. There's no, but I remember talking to somebody, this, this person who said, Dean, in about 10 years, this will all make sense. You, you'll understand why God allowed this, why, what the purpose was, right? And I, I hung on to that. Because here was a statement from somebody who I really respected, spiritually mature, wise. Mm -hmm. And I hung on to that because I, because I, I couldn't get it at the time. I didn't get it. Like I was, I was like, I don't want to, okay, well, I'll take your word for it. And I kind of hung on to that. Mm -hmm. Guess what? 
it happened. I mean, about 10 years later, I, it started to kind of be revealed. What was the purpose of Eleclair? This was not an accident. God knew before the beginning of time, you know, it's like, uh, so that there's an example a brain injury. So I come out with a brain injured child. I'm 27 mm-hmm. and no clue. And then I have this person speak this word of truth into my life. And he spoke more than one. I mean, but but that but it was the beginning of a process of maybe there's a larger story here. Help me understand that at 27 years old. Mm-hmm. This is a new dad of this brain and shop. Maybe there's a larger picture here that I don't see. I can see this little narrow little you know slice that I'm in and I'm totally confused. Why did this happen? What's our life gonna be like? Are my wife and I ever gonna be alone? Like, I mean, you know, you start to have all these. And then I had this word spoken by a mentor. Life-changing, really. Um, somebody who's been in addiction. So somebody, so let's say we find a young person who right now is tied up in addiction, whatever it is. There's a, all, plenty of choices for addiction. And then you have a mentor who says, you know what? 25 years ago, I got free of that. Let me tell you what it's like. The power of that, because when you're in addiction, it's like somebody wrapped you up with a cord, a rope, and you don't think there's any way out. I mean, you, you think, how I can't stop. Uh, there's, I, I will never be free. I don't even know. It's like trying to describe freedom. You know, it's like trying to describe what, you know, a pineapple tastes like. You don't get it. Like you're just tied up. You, I can't imagine what it's like. And then you have a mentor who comes along and says, you know what? 25 years ago, I walked into an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting where I, whatever the anonymous, whatever the addiction is, mm-hmm. I got free. Let me tell you about it. The power of that, whatever the suffering is, having a brain injured child, having a disability, having an addiction, whatever it might be that, 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 that somebody's going through, to have somebody who's been there, this is not, they didn't read it in a book, they've been there. Let me tell you about it. It's, it's life-changing. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that, that, that's, that's a priceless thing. Uh, I don't know how I got off on that, but it was wonderful. Yeah, and it does give us hope seeing another person Yes. That got somewhere where we think we will not get there. Yes. It is encouragement. Yeah, one example that came into my mind, it is not, I was not directly mentored, but three years ago, I became a nanny here in Santa Barbara for one of a very amazing uh, families. And um, so since I became a believer and I was a teenager, I really aspired to have a very different fam- family from what I have personally experienced and so I would think okay so now I need to act like this think like this but unless you have an example you can be that and so um, great example yeah these past three years were um, instrumental in making me different just by walking side by side with yes those mentors that's a great example because you saw it you were in this family different than your family of origin who was walking out a different, whole different uh, family framework right. than what you grew up with, and you got to see it. That that was powerful for you. Mm-hmm. That changed your whole perspective on what's possible, right? 
I mean, I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but, <laughs> but, it, but it changed. What, here, here's, a, here's what's possible in a family. Look, amazing. You know, I did this. I, I, I had this. I love that example. I had a similar experience with in, in South Dallas. We started something called Behind Every Door. and we, were, we, we would have these community centers. And this one we had, it was in East Dallas. And these young boys would come. And it was 99.9% .9 fatherless mm -hmm. young boys. And they'd come to the community center. And they had no vision for what a family was because it was just mm -hmm. destruction. The families were in tatters. There was no family. I mean, it was just sad, but reality. And one time I drew out a family tree, you know, mother, father, kids, yeah. like literally I drew it out, the tree, grandkids, great grandkids. And I talked about what does it mean to be a patriarch? Like, what if you could have this family tree happen and you're the patriarch? Mm -hmm. Their eyes lit up. It was like, what? There was this was not possible. There, there, there was no there was no vision for this because mm -hmm. if you come out of a family where there is no dad, whatever the situation might be with the mom, maybe you're raised by your grandparents, whatever. All loving, I mean, loving grandparents. I'm I'm not down on them at all, but it's not the best. It's not God's design for the family. Where there's a, the best case scenario where you have a mom and a dad, and you mm -hmm. have a family tree. But even just drawing that picture out, it was like. I was writing in Greek, you know, it was like the, the look on their face was yeah. like, what? So I think that's a powerful thing that, like you said, to see it, mm -hmm. to have somebody say, well, let me just share with you this. This is about what's possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just hit on a very important point, I think, which is it's very important for mentors to put themselves in the, the shoes of the person you're mentoring. Yes. Because unless you understand their world, your great advice is nothing. It right. will not work. Right. But being able and wise in casting this vision for their life, yeah, it's very life-changing. Yes, and just even sharing your own experiences. I mean, the family that you were around, they weren't sitting down and giving you a lesson plan on the family. Right. Yeah. They were showing you mm -hmm. by being a family. I mean, and that's part of the mentoring thing, which is it's not just all talking. It's actually seeing, you know, you got to see because you were a nanny. You got to see this family in action. And this was real. Right. This wasn't theory. They were walking it out. And you got to see a powerful picture yeah. of what is possible. And then you also need to participate and to kind of be one of them because you're raising somebody else's kids. So you don't yeah. have a choice to be right. somebody you used to be. Right. You need to be like one of the parents. So, yeah. So and you were right in the middle of it. Um, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, here, here's another thing. And, and there's so much. I, 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 this is such a big topic, so we're gonna have to cut it off at some point. But, but in terms of mentoring, and by the way, this is Dean Wilson. You're listening to Good Life Conversations. I'm with uh, Luda Kolesnik, and we are talking about mentoring, the power of mentoring, the power of being mentored, the power of being a mentor. And if you want to learn more, you can go to theturnerfoundation.com and click on Young Leaders Academy. And if you want to be a mentor, you please reach out to me or Luda. 
my email address is dean at the turnerfoundation.com or luda l-u-d-a at the turnerfoundation.com if you want to be a mentor if there's a young person that you know of the target kind of age range for being mentored that we're working on is kind of 16 to 24 but it doesn't really matter um, so if you know of somebody that could use mentoring we certainly would love to to meet them another subject another topic on mentoring is the power of seeing something in someone else mm -hmm. and calling it out you are genius at this i see this in you sometimes i think it can be stuff that the person doesn't even see themselves yeah. where i where a, a, a older wiser person who's been around the block a few times and can look at somebody i and i've seen this happen in a really short period of time actually it doesn't take years where they can be around somebody for a short period of time and go you know what you are encouraging you have the gift of encouragement. i think you have the gift of encouragement you are a leader you when you talk when you walk people are inclined to follow you i think you might have gifting in leadership or whatever being somebody who can call that out and speak that to to a, to a young person and say you know here's what i see i gotta tell you that is life-changing in fact speaking of the bible which we keep going back to because it's a good book right. bestseller <laughs> uh, <laughs> bestseller um you know, Peter was one of the Jesus's disciples who was probably the most unstable guy in the group. Mm -hmm. He was, I mean, he reminds me of myself a little bit, kind of, you know, all over the place. Jesus called him the rock. Mm -hmm. Imagine what that must have been like to be, to know who you are, if you're Peter, and mm -hmm. know, you know, he promises more than he can deliver, you know, a little unstable. And this guy's calling me the rock and that I'm going to be like foundational in terms of the church being built going forward on me. Mm -hmm. He called me the rock. Imagine what that would have been like. And I think there's an example of Jesus, of course, who, you know, can see, knows everything. So he really knew <laughs> we were all we're kind of guessing, but we, he knew, knew, knew who Peter was because he made him. And he spoke that truth. He, you are the rock. I just can't imagine the life-changing impact of that. Whereas, all of a sudden, I'm going to become that. You know, I mean, if you if you if somebody says that to, to me, and they're God in this case, mm -hmm. I'm I want to walk that out. All of a sudden, my whole view of myself changes because this person spoke mm -hmm. this. Talk about that a little bit. Sp speaking mm -hmm. in seeing something in somebody speaking it and calling it out mm -hmm. maybe you have an example of that happening to you in your life maybe not but yeah. talk about that i love this one i feel like if i i always knew if i ever had some supernatural power that would be the one that i would love to have <laughs> to see in people who they are but i do think i have a little bit of that and um yeah i like how you said that you call something out but by seeing something in other people you 
also like speak it into existence yes because it, it, it's so empowering yes and we want to be somebody we want to make a difference so we start doing more of that yes um yeah i see it a lot in my life as i work with kids again youth and even with um my friends every single word of encouragement brings so much energy and um helps my even friends those who are my age to step in and do more of what they're good in so um, yes yeah i feel like it it's a very powerful tool for mentorship to see and to be intentional with seeing the talent seeing the gift that god has given every single one of us and to speak it into existence yes and we can't just save it for the funeral right. you know I think oftentimes I think we we don't we don't say these things enough. I don't think we spend enough time speaking truth and you know me telling you what I think in uh, encouragement. Mm -hmm. What you know what what do I see in you? I think we could do that a whole lot more than we do. Of course, yeah. Um, if you're out there and you're thinking about being a mentor, I highly encourage it. That's what I. That's one of the points I'd like to make is you. You don't have to have a degree in this. You have life experience. You have what you walking through. What you've walked through. If you've been for any period of time, you have. You have what it takes to be a mentor, and and and, and it's being a mentor. One of the things I think that happens is um, we have the experience of lifting another person up. Mm -hmm. I read this quote by Robert Ingersoll, Ingersoll last night. He said, we rise by lifting others. We rise by lifting others. I think that, so if you, if you are a mentor and you have that experience where you get to serve and you get to serve a young person and you get to mm -hmm. uplift them up, you actually rise. Something happens, and I've said this several times, I know, but I want to make the point. Something happens in the life of the mentor. It's mm -hmm. not just about what the mentee receives. Mm -hmm. You rise when you lift somebody else up. Definitely. It's a, and that's that's the this powerful. Welcome to Good Life Conversations. I'm Dean Wilson. So glad you're with us. This is part two of our my conversation with Luda Kolesnik, my friend, and our subject is mentoring and the incredible power of mentoring for the mentee and the mentor. Uh, we've started something at the Turner Foundation, theturnerfoundation.com. You can check it out and go to Young Leaders Academy. We've, we've started a mentoring program called Young Leaders Academy to uh, facilitate mentoring, and it's a wonderful thing. I've been mentored. I've been a mentor. I cannot recommend it more strongly, and I know I can speak for Luda when she would say the same thing, that it's had a profound impact. And if you listen to part one of this interview, you've, you heard a little bit of, of my story, a little bit of Luda's story about why we are so passionate about this. And so uh, mentoring, great topic. We could do this for hours. I could, I could literally sit here for hours and talk about this, but I won't. But I'll do it for half an hour. Um, let's talk a little bit about the program itself and, and kind of uh, what is like one of the things I want to dispel i want to dispel a myth of mentoring like it's uh really terrible and difficult and time consuming and it has to be a drag it doesn't have to be a drag i was saying before we started recording that 
um, in one of the cases of, of, a, of a young person that I mentor, it, he's not in the same state as I am. We Zoom, we text, you know, it can be, there can be weeks or months sometimes that go by in between. That's not, 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 necess not necessarily true with mm -hmm. mentoring relationships. But in this case, it's we get on like we did last Friday and on a Zoom or a conference call and talk about life, what's going on. What can I what can I help you with? What what do you need? What are your what are the issues? What can we pray about? What do you need advice about? What you know, you just it's very natural and just it's life. It's just life. It's sharing life. So this is not so in a minute we're gonna talk a little bit about the structure of this, but I don't want I wanna say that in the context of saying that mentoring itself can be very unstructured. It can be a phone call now and again, a text now and again, a zoom call now and again. It, what we're going to provide is some additional resources that I think are great. Clifton Strength Finder is one of them. So if you want to help a young person find their strengths, that's a tool that can be used. We're going to talk about some of the books, and, and Luda is going to talk about that in a second, um, some of the books that we're recommending. So there is some great resources that the Young Leaders Academy is providing, curriculum, books, and so forth. But I don't want that to scare people. Mm -hmm. So, because mentoring can look like t 10 different things, 100 different things. It can be an occasional Zoom call all the way down to every week we meet for an hour and, you know, in person. I mean, it can be whatever you want it to be. But let's talk about the, the resources that the Young Leaders Academy is going to put forth, Luda, and kind of take us through, talk a little bit about the Strength Finders program and a little bit about the books and the curriculum that that young leaders academy is making available mm -hmm. sure yeah i love what you just said about um the mentorship that you have with a person just like once in a couple of months because again the main point is that mentorship is all about relationships if yes. you have an amazing program but zero relationships zero trust well probably it won't work yes but yes, what makes our program, Young Leaders Academy, so special is that we actually have a goal. It's not just mentorship for the sake of mentorship. It is the goal um, of helping young people find their life purpose. And I personally believe that I have found mine. And this is what makes my life happy and fulfilling every single day. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, we have a couple of steps of practically helping people get there and so it's we're helping them to embrace their unique gifts to grow in character to just discover their passion uh, we inspire them to serve community and ultimately be mentors and raise other future leaders but here we'll start start with clifton strength finder which is Let, let's say i want you to say that one more time i'm sorry I that that's really powerful. Let's say that one more time so that everybody really understands the heart of it, and then we'll get to the strength finder. Yeah. So five practical steps of us helping. Yes. Young leaders become young leaders is to help them embrace their unique gifts, to grow in character, to discover their passion, serve community, and ultimately raise other future leaders. So become a mentor is step five is yes. to raise up so which is wonderful so so discovering their strengths building and forming we talked about this in the last on part one forming character um step four service so important mm -hmm. so important and then 
actually giving back, becoming a mentor. Right. That's fantastic. Okay, continue. Sorry. Yeah. So in order to help young people find their unique strength, we decided to use Clifton Strength Assessment and to um, to help young people go over their top five strengths and to see what are their strong um, strengths that they can build upon because so many people right now in this age and us i think maybe you did me for sure we focus on what somebody else does really good we focus on our weaknesses instead of grow our strength ah. so my personal desire is to help young people understand that hey you have the gift as we talked earlier yes. you have the talent you have this special unique strength that you can use again in the future to be able to serve the community and to raise other future leaders just the way you can do this. Yes. So that's, that's the main idea behind taking the Clifton Strength Assessment. And yeah, the second one that you talked about is character. This is something. This is foundation. So um, I've been working on creating this curriculum based on a couple of books, self-help books. Um, in their character but by not just reading the book but going over practical assignments and conversations and self-reflective um essays that would help young people to kind of step back and to look at their lives and see what they can change and how they can change it beautiful um let's talk about the books and, and, and I think there, there are, we've, we've just identified. So the, the whole thing is in the context of what Luda just said. So the whole, the whole program is in the context of um, finding your unique strengths, growing character, serving others, and then being somebody who raises future leaders. Um, but along the way, obviously, some of the tools that we're using are the, this Clifton Strength Finder program. And then there are some 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 books that we're using along the way as part of the curriculum, Luda. So one of them is Finding Your Element by Ken Robinson. It's one of the books. Right. How to Discover Your Talents and Passions and Transform Your Life. Another book that everybody's heard of is uh, by Rick Warren, The Purpose Driven Life. Um, Stephen Covey has written a book called Primary Greatness. And of course, his signature book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. So there are some resources that we're using from some uh, wise people right. along the way. Yeah, I personally, of course, all of the books when some of them when I was younger, a teenager myself, and some of them um, just a couple of years ago. And I know that they have been impactful. Yeah. Like the one, the first one book, which is called Finding Your Element, written by a famous um, educator, Sir Ken Robinson. Um, it's a really amazing book that helps you think about your talents, your gifts, what you're passionate about. And what makes it so unique is actual exercises. So after every single chapter, you have practical assignments. You have questions which make you think about something that you basically don't think about right. um, on, a daily, on a daily basis. And you, of course, of course, Stephen Covey and Sean Covey, his son, are great people. And yes, read tons of their books, and 
they were very instrumental in helping me think more about my character and um, how to grow my character practically again. Yes. Yeah, the, the amazing resources are out there. And so we're just kind of starting with a few, and there may be others that are introduced later, but I think some of these books are are just phenomenal resources. So again, uh, this is Dean Wilson. We're, this is Good Life Conversations. We're talking about mentoring with Luda Kolesnik. Uh, Luda's from the Ukraine. She came to the United States five years ago, and she she's uh, ha has a passion for mentoring. It's affected, impacted her own life in in significant ways, as as uh, it has mine. Um, both being a mentor and being mentored, as as I said previously, I think I've had probably uh, eight to ten. Uh, serious significant mentors in my life and then i've had the opportunity to mentor uh probably about the same number of young people which has been life impacting i'll tell you one quick story just from my life luda and and and, and how this has affected us is uh my wife and i in 2003 i think it was yeah 2003 we ended up taking in two young people into our home um, two, two young men, incredible young men. They were both 18 at the time. They stayed, they were, it was the kind of thing where they were going to stay for the weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, they were coming, some friends said, Hey, you know, could this guy, they were going to stay for the weekend. They stayed five years. Yeah. <laughs> so they, okay. they became part of our family. And, and it was, it was a very impactful experience for us. You know, I, I, I think it had an impact on them. Obviously I, I hope. Uh, but it really impacted us. I mean, we, we, our family, it was such a wonderful experience to, to, to serve in this way, to, to um, build relationships with these guys. And it wasn't, you know, it was the kind of thing where, you know, one of them, I remember he, he would just come to work with me. I mean, he wasn't, he didn't work there, but he was just with me, you know, he was, he was kind of like wherever I was, if, I, if we were going to travel, we'd travel, he'd come with me. Like we was just like a, shadow kind of thing and i think it had a i think it had an impact on him and it certainly had an impact on me so this kind of the the power of mentoring the power of this whole idea kind of became further ingrained like wow this is really something to this you know um so anyway part of why we're passionate about this um What else, Luda, as we sign off, I don't want to miss anything, but if somebody, what would you say to somebody who's interested in being mentored or interested in being a mentor um, before we go, kind of kind of give a little closing, any closing thoughts you might have? Mm -hmm. Yeah, again, it doesn't really matter how old you are. You've lived something through something yes. and you have something to, to share with other people, to invest in other people. So I would just encourage anyone who is listening to us to be a little bit more intentional about your life and look around and um i believe that when we are intentionally looking around for people we can invest into we will see some and even if it's just one person that came into your mind today as we were talking reach out to them yes. and ask what they need maybe it's something practical as money Maybe it's something practical as just a piece of advice or maybe just your presence there. Um, just think yes. about it. Let it soak into your heart and mind and um, make a difference in somebody else's life because you can. You have so much to give. 
It's, that's beautifully said. And it is so relational. And so whether, you know, you know, it's not, it's not like you sit down and you know, sign a contract. I'm going to be your mentor and you're going to be, and we sign here and we, this is some kind of like, we don't want to get too pro programmatic with this thing. We, we certainly have curriculum. We have resources. We have books. We have this and that. But this whole, like you said it really well, this whole thing is so relational. Yeah. It's a text message. You know, it's a text message saying, thinking about you. You've got what it takes, you know. Uh, I believe in you. It's it's practical. It might be a little bit of money. It might be a, a place to stay. It might be a, you know making a phone call to a friend to see if you can get somebody a job. I mean, it can be. It's very practical, very relational, very practical. So the the program part of it, programmatic part of it, in terms of you know having books and having strength finders all that is just like a bonus i mean it's wonderful but the heart and soul of this thing is it's a one-on-one -on -one relationship yeah. you know would you say i agree totally agree yeah, yeah that's the heart <laughs> of it and, and you can do that i mean this thing called text messaging i think it's gonna stick you know <laughs> it's so easy to shoot somebody a text and just say hey you know, I, I, in fact, I did it today with one person. I was just, this person was on my mind and I just said, hey, I just want to tell you that we can use this technology as like texting or whatever in, in such a meaningful, impactful way, you know, uh, to, to, to encourage, to empower, to lift somebody up. So this is exciting. This is one of the most exciting topics that I can think of. Um, I hope you'll go to the turnerfoundation.com, check out the Young Leaders tab, get in touch with us. You can find me. My email is dean at the turnerfoundation.com. I'm on all the social medias. You can find me somehow. Luda as well, Luda at the turnerfoundation.com. Um, you can you can get in touch with both of us. We're gonna be um rolling this out really this um uh, 2021 and Especially in 2022, I think this will become a significant part of, of what the Turner Foundation is is doing uh, to to encourage mentors, to encourage young people to be mentored, um, and I think you know I think it'll be a wonderful part of our 2022, especially. So if you want to be involved at all, uh, we'd love to to hear from you. And Luda and I uh, will will be chiming in and on this podcast now and again, talking about mentoring, talk, kind of keeping you updated. Uh, like I said, feel free to reach out to us. But Luda, thank you for what you're doing, for what you've built here in a really short period of time. And uh, I'm excited to see what's going to happen next. Yeah, thank you so much for having me here. And thank you so much for being this leader and this encourager to everyone who knows you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so this is Good Life Conversations. I'm Dean Wilson. Luda Kolesnik's been my guest. We're so glad you've joined us Part for this part two. There'll be more parts to come, so stay tuned. Keep checking Good Life Conversations for new interviews and good content. We're, we're so glad you're with us. Have, have a wonderful day.